As you guys know, we're training for a marathon. That marathon has unfortunately been postponed. And our thoughts are going out to all the participants. And of course, the most important thing is that people are safe. Uh, we want to send our thoughts out to anybody suffering from the effects of COVID-19. If you've been on this journey with us, remain active, keep looking after yourselves, stay positive. We're going to be keeping our training up and we're going to have another update for you in episode six. Running the show. A brand new podcast from Lucas Aid Sport with Dev and Sam. Hello everyone, this is Dev. Welcome back to Running the Show from Lucas Aid Sport. This is a 12-part series where me and Sam Thompson, with the help of Lucas Aid Sport, as well as a team of experts and our coach Mark Draper are being trained to become runners. If you guys haven't already, please go back to the very start and listen through the rest of the episodes. We've been tested to our very limits, performed yoga poses in a hot inflatable pod and even become best friends with a world heavyweight champion. It was Anthony Joshua. We say best friends, we're still waiting for him to return our calls. It's been quite a journey. Running the show. Um, Sam, how's your training been going? It's awesome, mate. I went on my first 10K yesterday. Nice, very nice. You know how, how Mark said us that thing? And he was like, Sam, this is your first one. I did it. I'm not that sore. And I've got this thing called, it's called a leg sleeve. And uh, it's basically compressing all my muscles and like balancing the weight on my on my right leg. Is it helping? Mate, massively. It doesn't, and I'm icing my, my shin. Anyway, I'm not going to go into it too much, but I actually did a little recording of myself just literally just after I finished the run. And this is uh, what I had to say. So just completed my first 10K in an hour, hour and five, I think. Uh, so it was the first day that I felt like I was sort of well enough in the legs to sort of head out. But getting there feels great. I, do you know what? I always feel like these these debriefs are about me because there's always <laughs> something wrong with me. You're just the perfect specimen. How's your training going? All right, so cards on the table. Physically, I've been all right this week mentally it's been like quite tough there's something about once you get into it it's a huge part of my brain saying just stop just stop yeah. go on you don't have to do this go on have a little sit down or, or just walk walk yeah, for a little bit yeah. that, that's the hardest part of the training for me is the mental side of things i can get out and go for a run i can motivate myself to do that as i'm doing it I'm even just even same. just going to the gym like as soon as i get there it's part of my brain going, you could just turn around and go home yeah. right now, go sit on the sofa, watch some telly. Yeah, that's the bit I'm sort of fighting against at the moment. And do you feel like your body's getting tired or do you not really get that? I feel my stamina's getting a lot better. I've actually feel a little bit like tighter and stuff in my core. Like I've walked past the mirror a couple of times and been like, hello. Double t- oh, a little double take there. I'll tell you the other thing I've, I've noticed is where I'm doing a lot of stuff on my legs, I'm getting a little bit of a bum. So, so yeah, I. yeah. Right. I've never had a bum before ever, and I looked the, again, caught myself in the mirror the other day, and I was thinking, getting a little bit of junk in my trunk. My girlfriend, she went, "You've got such a nice bum." I've never. My parents <laughs> used to call me snake hips because I didn't, because I literally didn't have an ass, and now I actually have a little something, uh-huh. mate. So I guess highs and lows with the training so far. Running the show, a brand new podcast from Lucas Eight Sports. Right then, Sam, let's tell everyone what we're doing today. Okay, so all jokes aside, myself and Lucas Aid Sport, well, more so Lucas Aid Sport, have actually been thinking about what you said last week about being lonely during training. I am lonely. First of all, you've clearly never called me. <laughs> and uh, they set us up with a couple of brilliant people from two totally different running clubs. 
So first up, we're going to go and see Adele Prince from Good Gym. Now, the idea from Good Gym started developing in 2008. It was born out of frustration with conventional clubs, not necessarily being places that do good in the community. They have now grown into 58 areas across the UK, not just London, actually. They do amazing work running to old people in isolation, helping out, planting trees, sorting food cans, basically any kind of good you can imagine they do. We're going to talk to Adele a little bit later on in the show about her experiences, about some of the work she does. We're also going to meet up with Chevy Ruff. He's a running coach and mindful guru from the Chasing Lights Collective. Super excited for this one. He actually, he's going to show us some amazing breathing exercises, uh, which is going to help us master our bodies during our runs. By the sounds of it, it's going to make us Superman. All right, so Adele Prince from Good Gym has been provided by LucasAid Sport. Let's go and say hello. Running the show. Adele, thank you so much for coming to meet us. You usually work in Lewisham, right? That's right. I work with Good Gym. I lead Good Gym Lewisham and Bromley, actually, so both areas. We meet on a weekday evening and we run to community spaces, charities, community gardens, public spaces, and we help out with a physical task. So something that volunteers there might not get done by themselves. And uh, you're a trainer, aren't you? I am, yeah. So I'm a running coach and I lead the group... I support their running, I help them with working towards their goals, whatever that might be. How um, did you get involved in Good Gym? So I was coaching the junior girls group at my local running club and I'd read about Good Gym in Runner's World. So there was a thing about coach running, which is where we pair people with an older person and that person runs to them once a week for a chat. So it's just a social oh, wow, visit. That's amazing. And I read about that and I thought, oh my God, that's amazing. Where is it? And it wasn't near me at the time. And I thought, I'm going to keep an eye on that. And then I saw that they were coming to Lewisham, which is where I live. And then I saw they were looking for a trainer. And I thought, can I do that? And I spoke to a friend who is a trainer at Good Gym Camden. And he said, yes, go for it. And I'm so glad I did because it's amazing. It really is life changing for me and for the people who are coming and the people we visit. It's quite incredible. How has it like changed your life, would you say? I think it's the way it grows your community. So I don't know if you find when you're going on your run, it depends where you're running and you're running along and you see another runner and I'm like, hi, I'm that person. (laughs) And sometimes they're in the zone. They got their glasses on and they're focused or whatever. But with this, you're running with other people and you kind of alongside each other and it's just so easy to talk. Running groups are super popular and we've been told by our trainer Mark we should probably like consider joining one. What what are the benefits of running as a group? Oh it's amazing you know you speak to people and they say I've really lost my running mojo where's it gone what can I do Mm. and quite often after you've worked towards a big race like a marathon you feel a bit flat and you think you're not training for anything yeah you haven't got that goal and you think I don't know if I want to go out by myself I don't know I haven't got a training plan to follow but if you get together with other people especially if you sign up to something that's at a set time and you know they're going to miss you if you're not there and if it becomes part of your routine it really helps and also I think when you're running with a group and you are chatting you don't realise how far you've run and how fast. And you get to the end and we all look at our watches and we're like, oh my God, we've run that far. It's amazing. What's your the best story you have? Is there one that sticks to your mind? You're like, wow, that is just an inspirational story. Or Quite often the places that we go to, they've got a really small team of volunteers. Those volunteers are older people who certainly wouldn't get this done. And especially not in the time that we have. Um, I can think of one task we did last year in Lewisham. I was hesitant about doing it because it was something like 
eight or nine kilometres in total there and back, a round trip. And I thought, that's that's a long way. We're not going to have much time. And it was at a preschool. And they didn't. Sorry, preschoolers preschool. are doing eight or nine k. No, no, no. It was at a preschool. Oh, we were no. visiting it. Keep up, Sam. <laughs> and they don't have their funding anymore. And the space that they have outside, the fences were looking really sad. And they said, "Could you come and paint them?" So we got there. We had literally half an hour, no more, and we painted the whole of the outside of their garden space. And everybody stepped back and went. Oh my goodness, wow. we did it. People were just so focused on what they were doing. So That's things great. like that where that might not happen if we didn't go. Yeah. And you think it's great to be able to do that. It's great for the mental health, isn't it? Like exercise just in general. Yeah, oh, of course. absolutely. Because a lot of what we do is about reducing isolation. Yeah. And people think that's for the people we're visiting, the older people that we visit in the home. But I think a lot of the people who participate can feel isolated. So lots of people come to us for the first time and they might have just moved to the area and they don't know anybody and they don't know their way round. And then I step back and I look and a few weeks later, they've made some friends and they're going off running together and maybe off doing races together. I think that's what it's about. Yeah. It's like us. That's it's brilliant. genuinely like yeah. us, though. It's brought us closer together. It has. It's like it's what it's about. <laughs> it really Bringing does. Two yeah. people who are already friends and making them best friends. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Think. And then making it so you could never get rid of each other. Yeah, that's great. Lovely. <laughs> does anyone specifically spring to mind when you think about somebody who's really benefited from Good Gym? Yeah, I think there are lots of people who come along and you can see it gives them lots of confidence and, and increases their community. There is one person that springs to mind and I, I won't name him. He'll know who he is. And he wasn't a runner. He said, I've, I've never run. And I said, oh, we do this thing called Good Gym. Come along. And he came that Monday and joined in. And over time, I thought, actually, you're quite fast. You've got some natural thing here that's helping you enjoy this and he started to take it more seriously and started training harder and now he is going to be running London Marathon in a few weeks with a championship place so he did a qualifying time to get that championship place I think it was something like so he had to do a half marathon qualifying time and it was something like one hour 14 I did that and did that I did 10k I did 10k in that time exactly isn't that amazing oh my god so how can people listening get involved in good gym so if you just go to goodgym.org and select an area we're in very nearly 60 areas across the UK so it's not just in London it's all over the place and people can choose an area that's near to them look at the listings for group runs and go along or they can sign up to be a coach runner where you're paired with an older person. Uh, there are a few different options. Um, but yeah, goodgym.org and everything's there. Well, thanks so much for talking to us, Adele. I'm all fired up and inspired after that. So, Sam, I'll tell you what. We're going to go for a run now that Marcus sent us. And then afterwards, we're going to be meeting a guy called Chevy. He's going to teach us about breathing and what it has to do with running. So I want to start today, Dice, by recapping on the training that you've done over the weekend. Sam, you managed to complete a 10K or 6.2 mile run, which is great. Dave, I understand that you struggled a little bit with motivation and only managed four miles, but that's fine. So moving on to this week's training, we're going to get you both to start with today a two mile recovery run. 
Sam, uh, the reason why you're going to be doing this two-mile recovery run is because you've completed your first long run, which was great. Um, we need you to continue to build up your mileage, but we need to be a bit careful with um, your loading and how much you increase it by. So just two miles today to um, get you used to running on some tired legs. Dev, we're going to get you running two miles today, so um, we make sure that you start your week correctly and then you build up into the long run later on this week. All right, two miler, Sam, nice and easy. Let's do it. It's a bit of me, that. From Lucas Eight Sport, running the show with Dev and Sam. I really enjoyed meeting Adele. That good gym sounds amazing. Like the work they do in the community and stuff, getting people out, getting people active. I do think it's really important to try and be part of some sort of a community. I know when I'm feeling a bit low, a bit rubbish, I feel really grateful that I have my friends, my family around me, people I can talk to, even just go and be around and you know, you're not really getting any judgment from them, you're just getting, just getting a little bit of love. Well mate, I completely, dude, I live next to my sister. So my sister's my next door neighbor. Nice. So uh, I literally go around every, I jump over the her brick wall and, uh, and at any time I've ever got any sort of problem. I, I always like being surrounded by people. So, I mean, on that note, I, I suppose, yeah, a, a running group would be pretty cool. Guess what, Sam? What? That's two miles. Do you know what, mate? I didn't even feel that. I didn't even feel <laughs> it. I feel good. Yeah. I'm going to be good. honest. Just 24.2 more. Running the show. Chevy, thanks for coming to meet us in a park in East London. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much for having me. Talk to me about chasing lights. Chasing Lights is a, how can I call it, a collective of life misfits. So we oh, have... Me, straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have two running crews. So it's a, it's a collective of runners, basically, or collective of movers. Um, I've got two particular running crews um, that I founded within there. We've got Chasing Lights Collective. So we're basically, it's literally just, hey, we try and create a safe space for people to move from A to B with the least likelihood of injury. And we kind of focus really on the 23 hours in the day other than the hour that you're running and trying to impart that kind of knowledge and experience with people. And then we also have the backpackers, which meet once a week, which are, are just that. They're a crew designed for people holding up the back of the pack. So I'm interested in the five, six, seven, eight, nine-hour marathon runners or the people who aren't even just running yet and are just looking for that kind of confidence and that community to get moving. So we created a, a crew, a collective for those guys um, that meet once a week. I think me and you are meant to be best mates. Well. I'm a backpacker. We've got, so we got fickle with your friendship. I was about to say, I was, I was, we've got 10 minutes to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm, I'm going to... I, I hope I'm not going to be an eight, the seven, eight-hour, but like, I, it's, it's nice that you're thinking of, of those guys. Well, dude, it's, I think you've got... You know, we all know that... The that movement running is a fantastic way to, to manage our well-being, right? Manage our mental health. I've got a lot of love for people at the front of the pack, right? They put a lot of training, a lot, a lot goes into it, and they, they have a lot of support networks around them. But let's think about the person who in, like, you know, December, who's never run before, suddenly decides to sign up for 26.2 miles. They've got no support network. They've got no running community. They've got no coaches at all. Their family and friends laugh at them when they decide to do it and say, mm. you'll never do it. You'll be back straight down the pub again. It's what people said to me. Yeah. Genuinely. So for me, you've got this runner who is, is spending January, February going out there, fighting their bodies, fighting their motivation, fighting a lack of energy, trying to still kind of do their nine to fives or keep their family ticking over or whatever it may be, right? And they're out there alone. I'll tell you what, that's the story I want to hear. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, like, I that's agree. the yeah, that's that's love this. But that's it. And let's think about the mental strength and resilience that 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 that, that takes to do that. And as I say anyway, 
that road can't take you anywhere that you already haven't been. People who turn up and do that time, they've been through a lot of tough challenges in their life. That's just celebration day. When um, you talk about mindfulness, or certainly whenever I hear it, I think, you know, someone sat in a yoga pose. Which bam, we did, actually. Like, yeah, we did hot pan yoga. Pipe music playing in the background sort of thing. I don't really, like, associate it with running. Yeah. For me, mindful movement or mindful running is just simply, if I said to you, mind your step right now, you'd become suddenly very aware of your environment and your body, and you'd be looking for you know, the best possible way from get to A to B with the least likelihood of injury. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's what it is for me, is just being present within your movement. There are times when, yes, we should disconnect and put the headphones in, but the challenge is that a lot of runners aren't listening to their bodies. My knee hurts, I can't breathe, I don't want to do this. I'm Shins just, hurt. Shins Shins hurt. So yeah. For me, it's like, well, you're just on a one-way ticket to, to injury, and then you're going to stop doing this thing that you love to do that's helping you manage your health in the first place. Well, how do you, how do you so, okay, for example, yes. uh, some person we don't know, let's call him Ben, yeah. right? His shin's hurting. Yes. Right? He's running. He's got shin splints. He's, yeah. He won't stop going on about it. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. And he's like, running. I, like, I want to tell Ben, you need to get over it, mate. Yeah. But he keeps on going on about the shin splints. Yeah. Ben doesn't exist. So, basically, Ben's body is telling him that his shin's hurting. What does he do? Ben gets help. Ben does get help. Ben gets help. Ben goes and gets a good outside view. Right, he goes and gets. He goes and speaks to physiotherapists. He goes speaks to a coach. He goes speaks to people with experience. Maybe get a leg belt. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then maybe get maybe maybe. Leg and sleeve. then you know what he does is he realizes that you know he is putting his body under tremendous stress every step that he takes. And sometimes, Dev Ben's actually a bit of a hero. Yeah, for just taking part. But why does Ben want to move in the first place? What is, why does he really want to do this? And Ben can give you the real kind of like, you know, blah, blah, blah conversation. He can give me the real honest truth as to why he set out on this journey. Well, it's interesting because what Dev said at the start might actually be true. But now after my, so I did my first 10K yeah. um, yesterday. So not that it's only 6.2 miles. So it's not exactly like I'm breaking world records, but I got into this rhythm. And when you, it really helped with my mind. I just, when I got home, I was like the happiest I'd been all yeah, week. Yeah, man, I bet. I bet and and that's now why I'm carrying this on. Okay. Because it's just, it's it's doing me wonders. Okay, so we've just found you a tool in life yeah. that helps you feel better. How amazing is How that? Cool? Yeah, that's really cool. So stop abusing it. Ben should listen yeah. to his body yeah, ben. and Ben should take his foot off the pedal, yeah. let go of many, potentially any ego about having to go slower or not go as far. I do have ego. We all so have I'm ego. I'm Ben, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we all no have ego. Way. We all have ego. And that's driven by culture, right? Because what's the first thing that people ask you on a Monday morning? How what time did time? you do it yeah. in, right? So we get this outside noise. We don't look for outside view, but we do listen to outside noise. Outside mm. noise is culture screaming at you that the picture of success of your marathon is time. Is time yeah. Right? BS, because we've realized that you found this tool that you love to use to be able, that makes you feel better. So surely the goal here- is To make yourself feel better and not get the best time. But to keep running. Yeah. Is to keep moving and to keep exploring life on two feet beyond the finish line. How, how does breathing help? Because that's what I really wanted, I, yeah. you know, because it's a long way. And do you remember, me and you said this before, Dev, like 26.2 miles, it's far. And you need something just to sort of zone out of, I feel like. And, I, and is that where breathing comes in? So training is a stress cycle. Going for a run is stress on your system. Stress is great. We need stress because that's what's going to get you around this, this 26.2 miles. The thing is, we, we need to manage our energy throughout that a little bit more efficiently and breathing can do that. So uh, we talked a lot about breathing. Should we go and do some breath work? Let's do yeah. it. Come on. We in it? I'm in. Let's go. Right. So we're going to focus on how to breathe when you're running. 
okay? Um, so there's different ways of breathing, nasal breathing, nose, mouth, mouth, mouth. I do this, I go. Nice, Ooh. nice, nice. So you've got a good rhythm. Is that good? Right? Yeah, that's good. it's good enough. It's terrifying. Hey, what do you do then? I try and breathe through my nose as long as possible. Yeah. And then usually at the back end of my run, it ends yeah. up like. <laughs> but how do you breathe through your nose? <laughs> Yeah, you do the exact same thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically, yeah. So what we want to do is, is one of the first things I do with any athletes, or, or to be honest, not even people who are running, just anyone who's coming into life and wants to be able to manage their energy levels more efficiently, manage their stress levels more efficiently, be able to close down the stress cycle, is teach them better breathing mechanics, right? So we want to basically, you're 26.2 miles, we want you breathing as efficiently as possible. So we're going to teach you how to just breathe through the nose today. So the first thing I want you to do is you're going to go out for a lap. Now, this is going to be really hard because you're going to have to keep your mouth shut. Sam, that's going to be hard for <laughs> yeah. you, mate. Right? What about me? No banter, no chat. What I want you to do is go for a run, and I want you to keep your mouths completely shut. No matter what, you're not allowed to breathe through your mouth. You're only allowed to breathe through your nose. I did bring some tape with no. me. Do you need to take your mouths up? No, no. no? Okay, good. We're in. Uh, right. We're good. So you're going to do a loop of the track. You're going to keep your mouths closed. No talking. Nasal breathing only. Three, two, one. Off you go. Running the show. Tough. Got to be honest. That was so weird. Really out of breath. That was so weird. How are you there? I mean, for a start, it's the quietest I think I've ever yeah, heard sound in my like life. It. But you just became so aware of your breathing really and freaked me out how to control it well so can we judge if i can jump in for two seconds yeah. so first of all we talked about mindful running right being connected to our bodies listening to what's going on so what did breathing do you suddenly dialed in right you became yeah. aware of your environment Dev's you was aware of your body loud breather, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that was it that was that's one thing right we start to get connected to our bodies we start to hear what's going on now what i want you to do is you're going to do half of this and you're going to do half the track and i want you to match your breath with your movement just really slow down run at a pace where you can breathe that's the skill that we're trying to acquire right now right like mad slow. then what we're going to do is once you get to this final straight here I want you to turn the pace up and run back towards me. I just want you to feel where your body wants to push to that different energy system, but you're not going to let it. This is just about you feeling what's okay, going cool. on. Cool? All right. right, good. Off you go. Running the show. How was that? Oh. That was a lot harder. Yeah? yeah. How was the first bit here? Fine. Okay. So the second time around, you started to match your pace to your breath, right? It shouldn't always be hard. Go, 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 go. Now, the purpose of that exercise was to help you to see the more energy you spend, what happens? Yeah. You want to move up through the gears and you want to mouth breathe. But what we've got to remember is that comes at a high energy cost. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take you through a very basic breathing protocol that you guys could do sitting on a train on the way home, sitting in an Uber, doing it trackside or whatever it may be, just to close the stress cycle. Because once you've closed the stress cycle of training, your body's internal environment starts to go into a place of recovery and repair. People at home can follow along to this um, and certainly see how they feel at the end of it. Cool? All right. Okay. So what I want you to do is take a step back for a second. Take a step back. So what I want you to do is just relax the shoulders. And I want you to start breathing in through your nose and out through your nose, okay? And what I want you to start thinking about is, we talk about this belly breathing, right? Like, it's kind of a bad cue because when we breathe into our belly, we isolate the rest of our respiratory system. So I do want you to think about your stomach expanding as you breathe in. So as you breathe in, think about your belly button expanding. Maybe put your hand on your belly button first of all, feel that. So breathe in, breathe into the bottom of your lungs, feel your stomach expand. 
and then let the air out. Now, I want you to think about the water filling up the bottom of your lungs as if water is being poured into a glass and then the water pours out to the side and rises up through the glass. So as you breathe in, feel your stomach expand. Think about breathing into your back, into your kidneys. And then think about your lower rib cage and then your upper rib cage expanding and then your chest, okay? In that sequence. Now, what I want you to do is close your eyes for me. So I'm asking you to speak to parts of your body that you can't see, but we need that kind of a, that connection from our brain. So as you breathe in, feel your stomach expand. Think about breathing into your sides, into your kidneys, into your lower chest, upper chest. Then pause at the top, relax, and let the air out naturally. Every time your mind wanders, come back to the cold air coming in through your nose and follow the breath round until the warm air goes out. Your mind will try and run away from you. When we talk about the social brain, the brain is going to try to start to think of other things. Every time it does, that's okay. But just bring it back to the task at hand. The task at hand right now is breathing. So think about the cold air coming in through your nose and follow the breath round until the warm air goes out. With each breath, try and take a little bit more air in and let a little bit more air out. Think about breathing into your stomach. Think about breathing into your side, into your kidneys. Then think about the air rising up through the system, your lower chest, upper chest, and then pause at the top. And as you pause, relax all the muscles in your body and let the air out naturally. Every time the mind wanders, ignore the cold, ignore any noises. Come back to the cold air coming in through your nose follow the breath warm air to the warm air goes out think about breathing into your stomach into your sides into your back into your kidneys think about your lower rib cage expanding your upper rib cage your chest pause at the top hold that natural pause for as long as you want and then just let the air out naturally we're gonna do it for another 20 seconds and then we're done relax as you exhale the breath Relax all the shoulders, relax your jaw, relax your body, and just let the air come out naturally. Good. Open your eyes. How do you feel? Pretty chilled. Yeah, I'm very zen. Right yeah. Now. I stopped shivering. I nearly fell asleep. What we've done is we've just changed your internal state. We've just changed your internal environment. I've shifted your physiology. How can you take this into everyday life? Well, maybe at the end of your track session, you just walk around and just slow down the breath. Or at the end of a show or at the end of filming, you find a quiet space for two minutes. You take some breaths. You don't have to just look around, slow the system down. And if you keep working on that on a micro basis throughout the day, it will pay dividends in the long term. It's about compound health. Cool? Well, I love that, oh, man. Right. That, that was really, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Guys, a real, real pleasure, man. Real, real pleasure. All the best. Good luck on the day. Thanks that very much. great. My top tip this week is to find your running community. It might be at your local running club, it might be at your local park run, or it might just be an individual training partner. Training with like-minded people who are on the same journey as you can really help you achieve your goals and boost your self-esteem and morale. 
Thank you very much for listening to Running the Show from LucasAid Sport. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review if you're enjoying it. And you can find us on all podcast providers. And please do not forget to share your training journeys with us. We've absolutely loved reading your messages. Whether you're just getting into running for the first time or you're a seasoned professional like myself, uh-huh. please do send us your tips and tricks at LucasAid Sport using the hashtag running the show we're back next week we're going to be meeting up with England netball captain Serena Guthrie 